We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Better Living, a show that focuses on people and organizations making a difference in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold of 105.3 The Fan. And joining us right now is the Director of Development and External Affairs with Bonton Farms, Miss Helena Banks. How are you doing, Helena? I am doing terrific, Chris. It is so great to talk to you today. Yes, it's a wonderful day, and I enjoyed my visits to Bonton Farms. And I want, I want to say this. We want to share the story of Bonton Farms for those who don't know about the oasis that some people are calling Wow, you got a miniature Sonoma Valley right there in South <laughs> Dallas and Bonton. You've got to be kidding me. With all the fresh foods and the, the restaurants, the market, it's just outstanding. The music, the ambiance. I could go on and on and on. So let's let's tell people all about Bonton's Farms. First of all, tell people what it is today and what you guys offer, and then we'll go back to how it got started. Terrific. So Bonton Farms, it started out as a small lot, a small garden. A little vacant lot, right? A little tiny lot um, on off of Bear Street in South Dallas, 75215. And it has grown to two fully functioning farms, a farmer's market, a cafe, and a coffee house. And we continue to grow food and continue to grow hope for the community and the people of the Bonton community. And you got to experience some of that food yourself at um, our Soul Sign event that we have um, in the fall and in the spring. And the food, if, if I could say just, if there's one thing you should know that we are growing up down here and it is terrific, it is terrific, terrific food. So you got to come and join us. I think when you were here, you had some shrimp and grits. Um, yes. I think there was some there's, greens involved. Some and. <laughs> It was everything. I, listen, for those that don't know, we're going to start with the food because a lot of people, especially, you know, in the morning, they love to talk culinary and they like to talk about brunch. or They like to talk about, you know, different things to eat. And then we'll talk about the impact on the lives that you guys have changed. So let's talk about this food first. You've, it's the freshest food in town. People are fascinated with the farmer's market in downtown Dallas. I hate to say this, but Bonton's <laughs> got it beat. So we do because here's the thing, we are one of the mo- one of the largest urban farms in America. In America, so here in Bonton, we have our um, our small herb farm, which is sitting on about two acres here, right off of Bear Street um, in seven five two one five, and uh, just about fifteen minutes away is our extension farm, which we were gifted forty acres, um, and that is. Off of uh, it's off of Ravenview, so still in Dallas proper, but just about 15 minutes away from Bonton. So what we have uh, locally, everything that we can grow here and that we can use, we are doing it. And so one of the things you'll always see is we have a Bonton cookie that is um, it is a lavender rosemary sugar cookie with um, a lemon curd mm. um, on top of it, a mm. lemon curd mm-hmm. icing on top that is to die for that's a it's a it's a signature bonton cookie that we have but that rosemary the lavender that's coming from our garden it is an amazing thing working here at bonton farms because i get to see our chefs our cooks go out to the garden and they'll have a basket and they'll come back and i'll say what are you picking and the last time i said what are you picking they said oh i'm picking thai basil so that went from the garden right into somebody's dish that day. Our chef goes and picks the greens. And let me tell you, right now what is growing up at Bonton Farms is squash. We have the most amazing squash. Our pumpkins are huge and beautiful, but we have these incredible squash. They're called flying saucer squash. Now, look, I grew up in South Dallas. I grew up in Dallas, was born and raised. i have never seen flying saucer squash into just a few weeks ago. <laughs> wow. you, you have to go way to Whole Foods to get um, to get flying saucer squash. But we have them, and they're growing right here. 
right here in Bonton Farms. So we've got that in addition to, um, you know, what we everything we can grow. The other thing we do every day is we milk our goats. Our goats are back there. So if you come to our coffee shop, mm-hmm. our coffee shop, you can get one of our signature honey, um, our honey butter lattes, because we have our apiary out at our center farm where our bees are growing our honey. And then you can come and get your honey butter latte made with fresh goat milk that our Lance, our friend, our farm manager here is milking our goats every day. And that goat milk is available in our coffee house for you to have in your coffee, but for you to also to drink. And just so you know, you can walk the goats with us. We do goat walks every Saturday is that for right? the community. Yes, you can come out and walk with the goats and they love for you to come and walk with them. This is absolutely amazing. We're talking again with Helena Banks, she's with the Bonton Farms, and they are one of the largest urban farms in America, and it's right there in sunny South Dallas. I'm going to continue down that food path just a minute because you've got everybody listening this appetite now. Can you go through the menu just a little bit to give people an idea? Because you never know. People might decide they want to have a little brunch. They might want to go by there for, for coffee a little bit later today. You just never know. Well, so first things first, let me tell you where we are. So our um, Market Cafe is located at 6907 Bear Street, mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas, 75215. And here's the thing that's important. We're open Monday through Saturday. 7 to 3 every day, Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And here's the deal. We serve breakfast the entire time. There you go. Okay? The entire time you can come and get your cornmeal pancakes. You can come and get your French toast. You can come and get your chicken and waffles Oh my! from 7 until 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Now, and, and so and if breakfast isn't your thing, just know that uh, if you want to come for lunch, everybody knows it's the, it's the green mater sandwich. You want to mm-hmm. come down and get your fried green mater sandwich. But it's fall, and it's getting a little chilly, you know, at least for today and tomorrow. We're going to, we just added to our menu an amazing smoked meatloaf with greens and mashed potatoes. See there. See there, you mess with people now. Now you're making everybody really, really hungry because it's just the freshest food and it's absolutely delicious and it's organically grown right there on the property. So you, you've, you've been talking about the food and the food is outstanding. When I went there for that event, it was in the evening and you had a jazz band performing. Is there live music from time to time or are those special occasions? Because I know sometimes the facilities are rented out for events with partners or people who want to have something different for their organization. Absolutely. So we do, uh, part of what we do here is we do catering and we do special events. We actually have hosted weddings. We've hosted uh, wedding receptions. Yes, Mm. because you have the beautiful farm in the background, the greenery, all of that stuff. And um, soon, very soon, coming in the near future, you'll be able to um, have um, your wedding and events at our extension farm as well, which gives you a lot more space. But what you came to was our Soul Shine event. And our Soul Shine event, the actually the very last one, is sold out, and it is happening on tomorrow, on Thursday. So you'll wow. see. Yeah, so this this week is the very last soul shine for this season, and we will start it back up again um, in, the, in, the, in the spring. So the event you came to is an opportunity for our community mm-hmm. and for our food to commune together and to be together um, over beautiful food, beautiful music, and beautiful people. And so that's what we do during Soul Shine. Soul Shine is an opportunity for us to do what we do best. We break bread together. And you know that when you break bread with somebody, that lives are changed. Yes. People are transformed when you break bread with someone. And so that's what we do during Soul Shine. We've got good soul music. We've got good soul food, and we've got good soulful people together. And and that time that we can spend, it's after hours, it's after work. We do the food family style. Mm-hmm. So all of it comes out on a, on, a, on a big tray, and you have to say, can you pass the greens? There it can is. You pass exactly. The, can you pass the potato? We nice. <laughs> and it's so indoor-outdoor. I love the entire ambiance. And, again, the main thing is it's right here in sunny South Dallas, not too far from downtown, which brings us into how did this all happen? Because most people know South Dallas 
is is a is a neighborhood that has gone through so many different transitions and is trying to grow and it, and it and it's like I said it's it's been one of the roughest part of towns for years, exactly. and then all of a sudden you have a farm and we're not talking mm-hmm. about oh like the farmers market where you can trade mm-hmm. goods in downtown Dallas we're talking about vegetables being grown and people who might not have had a job or were incarcerated exactly. before mm-hmm. now have jobs. Can you talk about how? Bonton Farms was started, and how long ago that was? Because this is an amazing story. So the first thing you have to know is we, that Bonton Farms is in the Bonton community by invitation only. The fact of the matter is that for the past 200 years, you know, racial injustice and systematic oppression, you know, prevented opportunities from being in Bonton. And yes. if you look up the history of this community of South Dallas right now, Big D reads, we're all reading the accommodation. Yes, and if you read book. the history, yeah, if you, you know, Jim did a terrific job many, many moons ago in this book and it's being reprinted. Now that story is being retold, but the, the systematic oppression and the results of, of those resources being diverted and put elsewhere are still being felt today. Mm-hmm. The people in this community have experienced higher rates of diabetes, stroke, and cancer, and almost half the population lives in poverty. And this is the thing. We know that pe- it, people are not the problem. The people and the residents of this community have been denied access. And what we're here, again, to do is to to provide those resources and provide those access, provide that access that will allow people to not just survive, but to thrive. And so one of the things we do here is we work from something called the seven human essentials. Yes. And those seven human essentials are what are necessary to serve, not just survive, but to thrive as a human and to be healthy and to be whole. And what we share with people is that you probably have a plant at your house that you get a plant and your plant, if it shrivels up and dies, you don't say, oh, well, my plant, my plant wasn't a good plant. It wasn't a smart plant. It wasn't a, a, a great plant. No, what you normally say is, you know, I forgot to water it. Exactly. Or I didn't give it any sunshine. I forgot to take care of it. Yeah, I forgot I forgot to do those things. Exactly. I didn't take care of it the way it should have been taken exactly. care of. I did not give it the resources the nutrients, the things it needed to survive. That's why my plant did not, um, didn't, didn't thrive. And so what we say is that people need health and wellness. They need economic stability. They need safe and affordable housing. They need transportation. transportation. They need a sense of belonging. Education. They need education. They need access to fair credit Mm -hmm. and, um, and fair banking products. And that's what we're here to provide. And so, I'll tell you, our one of um, our one of our uh, founders and um, our CEO, all of uh, the five founders and our CEO came together during this time and uh, many, many, many years ago, twelve years ago to be exact, and they they saw all the things these things happening. And what it started out is, well, we just need jobs because if we had jobs, we could do X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z, and and then. Um, when they started to say, well, okay, well, we can get the jobs, but then people stopped, didn't show up for their jobs. And uh, Darren, our CEO, said, well, I, you know, I can help y'all get a job, but it, you don't clearly want to work because you don't show up. And then the story started coming out. Well, I can't come to work because I have to go um, do my, di- my, my dialysis. Right. And my dialysis takes four hours. And then after that, it, I'm tired. I can't really do anything. Or I want to come and do work, but, you know, I have gout and I, I can't get up and my feet hurt. Or my, and, and, and Darren Babcock, our CEO, mm-hmm. started saying, why are my friends sick? Why are they sick? And this is where the garden concept came from because he realized that there's no fruits or vegetables or access to healthy, non-packaged foods. If you talk to any nutritionist, when they tell you to go grocery shopping, they tell you to you're supposed to shop around the edges of the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to spend too much time in those middle aisles. Right. If you come to South Dallas, there are there's no place for you to no, shop on the. There's edge. not a Whole Foods store. <laughs> there's not a central market. In fact, no. there's more liquor stores and more fast food places than there are wholesome, nutritious food locations. 
Exactly. So then let me tell you, and so then you take it to the next level because if you, and you drove down here and you drive down here, on your way down here, you don't pass franchised locations because in order to build a franchise in any place, any big franchise, whether it's a fast food place or a a corner store Mm -hmm. or a a gas station, what they ask you to do is they, they want to prove up that you have a tax base in that area well if the organiz if the the organizations in that town or in that uh, particular community are nonprofits and churches they're not generating a tax revenue right. and don't get me wrong we all need nonprofits and churches sure. in our lives but we also need businesses that are generating um revenue for that community so mm-hmm. that they can see their future workforce here. And so that's the other part of what Bonton Farms brings is the enterprises of our coffee shop, of our cafe, of our marketplace. So there is revenue being generated. And we have the uh, results that show that Bonton Farms puts about $3 million of tax revenue into this community annually. And that is where the difference starts to be made because now people can, when people come down here, they see tax revenue being generated, mm-hmm. they see people working, they see people's um, um, outcomes being changed. And now, as a business person, I see my future employee because they're behind the counter right there. They're exactly. serving me my food. They're telling me about these flying saucer squash that I had never seen or heard about. And the one thing we always say is no matter what your situation is or where you come from or, you know, where you are in life, this farm here has a place for you. The farm will listen to you. The ghosts won't talk back. They'll have a listening ear for you every time. It's, it's very peaceful. It's it very so peaceful. peaceful. And you're in the middle of a city. This is this in the is, middle of it. This is this is such a phenomenon. I'm talking about, you know, Bon Tom Farms in particular. We're talking with Helena Banks. And Helena, you mentioned the neighbors. How were you able to get your work staff? Because you were talking about how different people weren't physically able to work there. But then all of a sudden you started getting people and transforming their lives and their families' lives. Yes. So there's the thing. And and as I said before, we are here by invitation only. We are mm-hmm. here because the community um, has embraced us and, and cares about us. And our success is their success. Um, and so one of the things that we do is that members of the community can come to our market and they get their produce 50% off. So that is the first thing everyone should know is that, you know, people say, well, you know, well, what about the community? We are here for the community. They can come and get, get half off. They come here and get half off. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing is to talk about our employment practices. And so there are, you talk about transportation issues. Even if you you were able to secure a job, let's say you were going to get a job at a grocery store somewhere, you know, down north of downtown, you know, North Dallas sure. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a hour and a half bus ride. To get yes, and you change your buses to go, and you have to. You're probably going to change buses twice, not just once, but twice. Yeah, and so. Whatever your job is, and, you know, a lot of the jobs are north, and so you're looking at an hour and a half just to get to work. And I want you to think about a family. If you're a single mom or a single dad and you've got to get your kid off to school and then you've got to get to work, and say you've got to be at work, if you've got to be at work at about 8 o'clock, that means you've got to leave at 6.30 to get there on time. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to put in your eight hours of work, and then you're going to do another hour and a half back on the bus. Well, Think about that. You've already done a 12-hour day, and you just went to work. Yeah. That is, that's a lot of mental yes. and physical energy that's extended. And so what we do is we have the opportunity here through our enterprises to employ um, individuals from the community where they can just walk to work. Mm-hmm. They can walk to work. They can bike to work. Um, and the thing is we're kind of doing um, – we do – we have the opportunity to do something that a lot of employers um, don't necessarily have the opportunity to do. You can kind of train on the job. You know, I wasn't brought up to know how to work on a farm. Right. You can kind of learn as you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you have the, the tenacity and you're, you really want to learn, we're here to help you learn. And, and because we are so invested in those seven human essentials, we understand and, and, and approach our employment just just as we do those seven human essentials with a sense of capacity, which is a sense of saying that we put people first here. So we understand that 
you know, life happens in this world and you might not come to us with the best of circumstances, but we're going to help you grow to what is your best and brightest potential. One of the things we say here is we tend to the soil, but we also tend to the soil. So I'm sorry, we tend to the soil, but we also tend to the soul. And so the people who come here know that we're not just a farm. We're here to, to, to grow people and to grow that community. So we do. We invest in our community members who can come and just walk across and um, join us in the front of the house, in the back of the house, on the farm, in the market, mm-hmm. at the coffee shop. We enjoy learning and, and getting to know our neighbors. It is not a one-way street. It's a two-way street because the impact that we have on their lives is almost minuscule to the impact that they have on our lives. Because when we share story and when we do this together, we, we make transformations. That's and how you know what it the is? transformations are you made. You know what it is, Elena? It's Bontown Farms in South Dallas, our family. And I worked at a radio station, and we used to say family for life. <laughs> we are family for life now. And, Chris, you know, I've told you this before. You are a legend in the Dallas community. And so it is. Oh, I just been no around idea. a while. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea that to have a legend such as yourself come to visit us and to know and to see our, our work in action. Um, it, it, it's just, it's truly an honor and, and, a, and a blessing for us to be um, just having this conversation today because you're right. This is family. And I love that. I remember you all saying that we are family for life. Can you talk about maybe an example or two about how someone right there in the neighborhood, one of the neighbors, uh, their lives are impacted by wind up working with Bontown Farms or somebody's story? Because I'm always impressed with the staff, the different people who work there and where they came from and how they're so happy to be doing what they're doing. They really, some people just work to get paid. All of your staff really enjoy working and coming to work because they love the opportunity. Can you talk about some of their stories, if you have a story or two? Sure. So the the, the thing you will quickly learn is that everyone here on the farm has a story. Yes, yes. <laughs> everyone here has a story. Um, but one of the ones that I, you know, there's, there's lots of people that I uh, love to share, but one of the ones that I can um, talk about right now is Miss Hattie. Mm-hmm. And Miss Hattie came to us, and she has now retired. So I'm going to skip to the end of the story because I, I want to shout now about this. So she is now retired from Bonton Farms because she worked with us at our restaurant. But during her time there, she had she had a jewelry business, and she also has her nonprofit. And so last month, Miss Hattie was our very first Bonton. Bond Entrepreneur, and the Bond Entrepreneurs is a group that we started um, of people who um, have their own businesses, right. and they're doing their own, uh, they have their own businesses, and, and we're working with different partner organizations mm-hmm. to um, have them, you know, put together their business plan, figure out what uh, what it looks like to um, to do your costing. What does it mean to, you know, how do I decide what my prices are? How do I decide, how do I market my business? How do, who do I talk to about this thing? What about my capital? And so the um, Bonch Entrepreneurs Program, it allows us to support these local entrepreneurs. And Miss mm-hmm. Hattie started with us. She invested all of her, uh, a fair amount of her life into supporting her family and friends. And she started here with us at Bonton Farms in our restaurant. She, let me tell you, when she came in, she made sure you were taken care of. If you have ever come to Bonton Farms and a friendly face greeted you at the door and said, good morning, baby, come on in. We're going to visit with each other. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Hattie. That was that was probably Miss Hattie because she yes. was going to visit with you, give you a great hug, mm-hmm. um, and she was going to make sure that you walked away with a smile. But she is also an entrepreneur, right. and her jewelry business, um, uh, Harmony and Company, that's her jewelry business. She does handmade bracelets. She does hand, uh, and she does them all. I mean, if any downtime you see her, she has all of her beads and her bracelets there and she does those and she sells those and so the bond entrepreneur program is just a little bit of an extension of what um of of those stories that come from our farm we have people who 
have come to us and they started on the farm, mm-hmm. you know, helping us plant seeds, helping us tend and, and prune and, and do those sorts of things. People who have moved from the farm into the restaurant, who moved from the restaurant into their next, um, what we say is whatever their next uh, bright, great step for them is. And so we right. have lots of The next phase in their life, the next chapter. Yes. yes, because it might not be, we don't want anybody's uh, journey to stop here at Bonton. If you are destined to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. we want to celebrate you in that. And that's one of those things. Miss Hattie was able to retire and able to go. Um, and now she's doing her, her, um, her business um, on her own. And, and she's able to thrive doing that. We also have um, another uh, woman here our, um, who works in here in our preservatory, mm-hmm. and she, Miss Angela. Miss Angela does all of our jams, jellies, and our um, pickled. Wait, wait, and, slow uh, down here. You've got <laughs> jams and jellies that fresh off the farm as well? Oh, yes. See, there and you they go again, being, making everybody hungry, but that's okay. Yes, but. But let me tell you the story. So Miss Angela has come to us. She has gotten education and training in her years here at Bonton Farms. She has learned. She there was a um, there were she's taken lessons from several um, uh, very famous chefs who have taught her these jams and the jellies. Oh, wow. And let me tell you, she bakes these pie, these honey bun cakes and pies. Miss Angela does this now, and I will tell you if you come and look on the menu. Speaking of baking. She, the thing you'll see with her name on it on the menu is Miss Angela's Biscuits. Look out. Miss Angela's Biscuits Look are out. on the menu. But she does the jams and the jellies as well. And so those jams and jellies, she sits, she gets all of the, the produce, the strawberries, all of this stuff. She's got strawberries. She's got blueberries. She's got peach. I tasted peach this morning. Let me tell you, that that's, that's good <laughs> stuff. But. She does all that, and she makes them off from scratch. And then we um, we have volunteers that sometimes that come and help us, and we have our employees come, and we do, we do the preserves, and those things are for sale. We have them at um, holiday gift baskets, and they're for sale in our market. So there's a story of someone who who knows what could have happened, but she found her passion. We know yeah. lots of people find their passion in the kitchen, and oh, yeah. we've taken that passion and moved it and, and, and translated it into something that, again, a business opportunity. It's a, a, a way to not just survive, but thrive. I and, love and it's this. All her own. I love this. You, 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 you've got some business, business literacy, some financial literacy, but also they're working with like the best foods fresh from the farm. It's an organic oasis right in the middle of downtown Dallas. Not even downtown. It's South Dallas. It's sunny it's South Dallas. Dallas. It's Bontown. Sunny South Dallas. Basically, I was trying to say it's like a mile away from downtown. It's like literally a mile or two away. That's what's so amazing about it. It's not like you're way far out, maybe, you know, up there. And, and as a matter of fact, that leads to the next story. I was talking to one of the founders of Bontown Farms, and he mm-hmm. was telling me he was from Plano, and then he had an idea. Can you tell his story? Yes. So uh, that is Darren Babcock, our CEO. Mm-hmm. And what happened was he uh, he actually is from Frisco. That's right, and Frisco. He, and from Frisco. And this is the, the he, he was the one he had started. He was doing some Bible studies here in uh, South Dallas with uh, some of his church uh, friends. And essentially what happened was he will tell you that he started to see some things that he couldn't unsee. And we talk about two things here. We talk about radical change and radical shifts. Mm -hmm. So in order to really do this transformational and not just transactional work, you can't just visit a problem. Right. Transactional relationships are not authentic. Not at all. And you know who can spot an inauthentic person from a mile away? People who've been through some things. Exactly. If you've been through some things. Oh, yeah, you can tell the difference. You, that's called, that's called um, not just street knowledge, but that's, that's been there, done that. That's wisdom. Been there, and I can see it. I can see that coming from a mile away. And so if you're not authentic, you can see that. Mm-hmm. And so when you just visit a problem, you, you can't create that transformational change. And so Darren's story is that he kept seeing things he couldn't unsee. And so he had to have a radical change in his life. And the way he tells it, he says that the Lord called him to sell his home in Frisco and move to Bonton. 
Now, let me be clear with you. This is a white man yes. moving to very black Bonton. Yes, the this, is, the this is going from Frisco from to the hood. This is going from Frisco <laughs> to the hood. This is all the way. We're talking about a dramatic shift, not just kind of sort of. This is dramatic. Radical. Shift. You have to have a radical shift so that you can have radical change. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he had to do. And he, he picked up his family and moved to moved here to Bonton. And that's where our original garden is. That's where that first plot right. is. It's at his house. That's where the restaurant is, too. Well, that's so actually that it's down the street. Oh, from OK. There. I got it. Yeah. Okay. So his original house is where our first tiny little plot is. But now... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just down the way is where where the original farm was, where they started, um, where the, the the founders started with the Bonton hunt. Did you do you know the story of the Bonton hunting? Oh, please tell me. Okay, so and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this thing because I have to say Take your time. I want to say their names. Take because your time. These are the very six special individuals that really um, stood up. And, and were able to provide a backbone to support for, for Darren. So these founding me- members, this is Clifton Reese, Darius Lee, Jerry, Willie Charles, Gary Pye, and Roderick. These are the people who they originally started with the Bonton Apiary. It was a, it's an apiary. It's where the bees live. Mm-hmm. And they started with Bonton honey. And the story is that after they, they, you know, cared for these bees, and there's pictures of Clifton in his uh, beekeeper outfit, and um, they got their first harvest of honey, and they sold the honey. They did what they needed to do to sell the honey. Back in the that, truck. I already know. Back of the, out, of the tr- out of the trunk of the car. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> and what happened was— That's some of the best honey, the, by the way. Yeah, and, and, we, and we still have the Bonton honey. And what happened is they sold the honey, and the profits that they got back— they each had a decision to make. They could take all the profits, you know, divide the profits equally amongst themselves and walk mm-hmm. away, and the business would be done. Or they could decide to invest back into the business. And those guys all got together, and they said, even though that, that was a lot of money that they could have just walked away with and not seen or heard, you know, been seen or heard from again. But they decided not to. What they did was that they decided to take half, and then they put the rest of it back into this business. And that is the reason why Bonton Farms is here today, because wow. those people mm-hmm. at that time, they saw a bigger future for Bonton, the community. And they saw that being able to be enacted through Bonton Farms. So they took that investment and invested back into the community. And that's all we ask anybody to do any day. Yeah. It's just invest back into your that's community. Some, that's some business literacy. And it's also more than transactional because that's where you live. That's where you're from. That's who you know. Exactly. And you know what? We do this all better together. Yes. It all works out better It all together. works out. Exactly. And, and can you get back to Darren's story just a little bit more? So you were talking about he started that he had that there were things he could not unsee, and that, so he moved his family down there. Mm-hmm. And then what happened next? It, besides the fact that he he, he uh, made those connections right there, because yeah, and so, I had a nice and, conversation and, with him myself that night at the. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, and so but he, so Darren continues to be our visionary for right. us, mm-hmm. um, and he continues to help. Um, help kind of lead that path for who Bonton's Farms is and, and also keeps us centered as to where, where we came from when we're, you know, working through where we're going. Mm-hmm. So Darren was able to, you know, he was able to kind of start the um, the conversations around, well, what's next? Well, what do you need? Well, I have these connections. Well, let me bring in this partnership and, right. and we can talk about that because, from the farm, okay, well, how did you get to the market? How did you get to Because, well, they needed these jobs. And it was only through personal connections and personal relationships that he was able to just keep this vision going exactly. forward. 
that's the only way it worked. Again, yeah. better together. He was able to share better the together. message. People were able to get it and and just and get on board. Again, just as an investor in in this mission and in this hope. We have a T-shirt that says Hope Dealers because that's what we're doing. And mm-hmm. and basically, when you invest in Bonton Farms and invest in what it is that we're doing, you're investing in a hope, hope for a better tomorrow. And I can tell you now, what we're working towards is is codifying what this model looks like in the community and darren is is um committed to to walking with and in this community and continuing this journey because what is next so for him he wants to finish out these seven um, um, human essentials. So right now we've got the business enterprises that are going. We have the food that is actually being produced here and and being um, served to our community. So our next step, and and Darren's uh, vision for us, is our new health and wellness center that will be coming on board. Uh, We hope hope to break ground for that in 2023. Mm -hmm. The next part is a financial resource center that we're working with nine banking partners Darren has um, spearheaded a team of people who've given us nine banking partners, nine banks in in one room that are producing financial products that are specifically for our community. Because I'll tell you, if you walk into most bank bank products are for people with money. If you walk into a bank without any money, they can't do nothing for you, right? Mm, right, so, exactly. <laughs> but if you walk in with plenty of money, oh, oh money yeah, let's do some things. What do you what do you want to do, right? So, but. But we all know, again, because we put people first, it's not a matter of, you know, well, I have this and, you know, well, what can I do with it? It's financial literacy. It's knowing budgeting. But it's also creating systematic change because the banking products were made for people with money. Well, Mm -hmm. people with steady money, with a steady job that, you know, gets direct deposited every month or whatever the situation is. Well, what if you work in the gig economy or what if you're not paid? Exactly. What you pay daily? Exactly. What banking products are there for us? So we're working, and we have fantastic banking partners that have Good. agreed to come along with us on this journey um, to to create these products that are for our community, for 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 the people that we serve. Um, and then, in addition to that, we are also working on uh, just some additional workforce training and partnerships that we hope to bring directly into Bonton so that the transportation is the issue and, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, getting there mm-hmm. at the timing or none of that stuff is the issue. We hope to bring that here. So Darren, um, Darren is our visionary and he continues to be our visionary. And then in addition to that, we have a new president, Gabe Madison. Yes, Gabe she's amazing. To, yes, she is here. She's my partner in crime. She is here to help us execute kind of some on-the-ground, uh, boots-on-the-ground things that we do in our daily operations here. Um, you know, she has a terrific story uh, that I hope you'll get to hear someday. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to have her on the show maybe by the end of the year. Yes, that would be terrific. Her story and the uh, the journey, her journey and the hurdles that she's overcome in life to come to Bonton Farms has, has been really, really amazing. She What she likes to say is she left the golden handcuffs of corporate America to come and uh, come join the war down here in the nonprofit organization world. <laughs> you know what's so wild? There's so many people who are more fulfilled with doing, you know, I call this work. It's not really work. It's like a career, having a career shift of giving mm-hmm. back and actually doing something that means something to other people's lives as opposed to cookie cutter work in the corporate world. Yeah. I find that always fascinating. Yeah, I think that you know, I think that the if the the COVID, if the COVID taught us anything, um, it's that your priorities yeah. have to be very clear in life. And um, I mean, I'm sure you, like many other people, I lost people during the COVID mm-hmm. that were in the prime of their life. Yeah. And and thought they had many years. And so you, you ask yourself, you wake up every day and say, well, why am I doing this? And I can tell you from a very personal experience of being here at Bonton Farms that when I come here every day, I know that I'm making a difference. I can see the difference yes. that I'm making day to day, month to month. And I always tell people, I say, I feel like Belle from the beginning of Beauty and the Beast when I show up down here. Because as I'm walking from... <laughs> The parking lot to the to uh, over here to our uh, restaurant, to our coffee house to get my coffee in the morning. I just say, "Good morning, how are you? Good to see you. How's your kids? Oh, where's your where's your mom? Oh, so good to see you." It just feels because that's what community that's what community feels like, and I can tell you that I know so many people that 
you know, working, getting up every day, you know, doing what you're supposed to do because you have family and feed you. That's one way to live, and that is a, an admirable way. But when you feel fulfilled and and are actually nourished mm-hmm. in in what you do every day, you you go home and you're not exhausted. You you feel energized. And don't get me wrong, we have tough days. We we have tough days like everyone else. But there's something about me right now being able to walk outside of my office and look out on this quarter acre of a farm. And seeing people working who yeah. might not have had another chance. Exactly. And they absolutely enjoy and love what they do. Now, you you mentioned people working. So I also had a chance uh, when I went down there with the Dallas Mavericks to go to the 40 Acres. And mm-hmm. the first thing I was looking for was the mule. Oh, I said it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I said, okay, you got the 40 Acres, where's the mule? No, I'm, I'm kidding. But that that was also very, very impressive about all the different things out there and the growth. Now, tell tell me about, you said that was gifted. Tell me about how that has impacted uh, the entire Bontom Farms ideal and, and how it's not only provided more opportunities for those who need an opportunity, but maybe secure more partnership opportunities and, and grow the thing for even more people. Exactly. So our extension farm, um, like you said, it is 40 acres. There, There's no mules, but I, I will say there are two miniature donkeys. I saw them. I saw them and I saw a couple of pigs too. I there have never seen long haired <laughs> pigs. I've seen boars. I've seen regular old pigs. Those pigs had long curly hair. I didn't know so for sure we, what they were. So we, I call those those pigs have four B hair because if you're like me and you in the natural hair community, <laughs> everyone in the, with natural hair knows that those yes. those pigs have four A four B hair. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> they have curly hair like me. Yeah. Um, but what we say is, uh, so the the extension farm ha- gives us the opportunity to to use a, a very technical term in biggin what it is that we do. Um, so here at the, at, on Bear Street at the Bear Farm, we have like one flock of chickens and we have uh, one uh, set of goats here. But at the extension farm, we have way more room. And so there we're able to have an addition, we have additional flocks of chickens and additional goats. And so with more chickens, we have more neighborhood eggs. And so if you've not had our neighborhood eggs, you've got to have some of those. They are the best eggs. They look like Easter eggs every week because they come in all different colors. Um, but because we have more chickens, we have more neighborhood eggs that we're able to provide. And some people somewhere are having an egg shortage. We're not because we have the chickens. They're all right here. Exactly. Exactly. The other, the other part of that is that with um, us being able to have um, the additional space, it allows us to create additional jobs mm-hmm. because with that 40 acres, it requires additional people, additional manpower to get um, to get those things done because um Actually, up until this past summer, just a couple months ago, we had to hand water the 40 acre, uh, the spaces that were were um, were planted because the city hadn't run water out there yet, and we just got the the water run out there, and so now we're installing irrigation, so we didn't don't have to hand water. But up until this summer, we were hand watering all 40 of those acres, so that's a job within itself. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> are you, with with the hoses or big buckets? How are you doing that? It, with hoses and 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some strategery that happens. You don't just plant it all over. You you know keep things in specific areas. But it was a hand watering job. It wasn't like you go outside and you just flip the sprinklers on at your house. You know, put it on the schedule and keep going. Mm-hmm. We're a small local farm, and so we had to. Uh, there was we we utilized. The, the resources that we have in our in our farm staff, but we also, as you know, we utilize the great great work of volunteer groups that come out to support us um, and are able to you know use that manpower to help us do those types of jobs. And we have volunteers out every single day helping us and working alongside. Again, because you can't visit a problem, so this is we have people who come and visit, who come and uh, work with us alongside every every day to help us get those things done. And then additionally, having the uh, 40 acres allows us to do some um, fruit and nut trees that don't necessarily, we don't have space to do um, here at Bear Street. So we can um, uh, do some, we have persimmons growing. And I didn't realize it, but in South Dallas, apparently people used to grow persimmons all the time. Is that right? I had no idea. And now we know, right? Back (laughs) Back to the original, full circle again, right? Yes. And so 
you know, just us being able to have the additional space allows us to fruit. Nut trees are um, are one of those things that because of that, that gives us more produce and more products that we can utilize in our kitchen and in our marketplace, which allows us to support our work. It allows us to create more jobs. Mm-hmm. It allows us to produce uh, more revenue to be self-sustainable because the fact is that the revenue that we create through these enterprises, through all of our coffee shop and our restaurant, they not only support the jobs, but they co- they keep the community, they keep the money within this community, exactly. which raises the level of economic activity, which goes back to what I was saying, which puts tax a tax base in this community, which lifts the entire, entire community. Up. Exactly. It lifts the entire community, the entire neighborhood, that particular part mm-hmm. of the town. In other words, it's that, that particular part of town becomes self, uh, it takes care of itself. It's not something, it oh, we've got to take care of that. No, it's, it's a problem over there. Because no, it's not what people want. People right. want to be self-sufficient. Yes, exactly. Now, I got to bring this up, and I'm not going to name any names, but I want to tell you that I was also very impressed when I was out there, you know, last month, and you were walking with some very important people. I'm not going to say their names. <laughs> you remember this. You're walking down the sidewalk. It's a beautiful day. And you were with some very important people. And you told me later, this was a global corporation that had some interest and some ideas of working with Bonton Farms. Can you share a little bit? Because I know you're not close to being done with it, but I was impressed that they found you. Yes. So you're you can right. talk in we code will, a little bit. Yes, you're right. We will not name any names because um, I can I can tell you from the follow up from that meeting that you saw that things are moving along swimmingly with, Very with, nice. with those nice people. Um, but yes. So it's just an example. Yes, it is example of what happens when you create. Uh, transformational change and not transactional change because the word gets out. And Mm -hmm. what has happened is this particular global corporation is very interested in learning about Bonton Farms and um, how they can support us in ending food deserts in the United States. That is so awesome. And more importantly, they want us to be able to do it to where we ensure that there is maximum impact that we are um we're we're not just band-aiding a problem right but that we are um specifically working towards ending food uh deserts in the united states using bonton farms and the bonton community as a model and so we have a food desert plan and our plan um, involves utilizing the innovations that were made during the COVID. So during COVID, everyone all of a sudden started getting their food delivered to their home. Right. right? It became everything Uber Eats or, you know, uh, DoorDash or just mm-hmm. things delivered. It was and part of the gig groceries. economy. Right. All it the groceries. started showing up at yep. your door. And all so- the grocery stores are doing it, too. Yeah. Exactly. And so there are grocery stores who have put their distribution centers for their home delivery in South Dallas, but don't necessarily deliver to South Dallas or have um, not necessarily thought through the SNAP benefits and things like that of how that works. So without giving um, it all away, essentially what we are working to do is to create a plan that will allow us to leverage our um, corporate partnerships that are our corporate grocery stores and our corporate um, uh, uh, partners that can walk alongside with our community and our community partnerships in our churches Mm -hmm. and in our rec centers um, so that our senior citizens, so that our busy moms and dads, so that our kids can have access to fresh fruits and vegetables delivered to their door just like it is to yours or mine. And um, and being able to do that in a way that is not just cost efficient, but time efficient. Because right now, when you live in a food desert and you have an hour and a half to and from the grocery store, and then you can only bring back what you can carry. I don't know about you, right. but like I have a, a big box store membership. And when I go to that big box store, I go and I get enough toilet paper to last me for six months. Well, right? that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, they load up the car. They load up you the SUV. You load it up full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want you to imagine what your life would be if you could only get from your grocery store what you could carry in your hands. 
Yeah. And that would make you make some decisions every single day. But think about what that change would look like if your stuff just showed up at your door. Exactly. It's called the it's called the way the world is evolving and and major global corporations realize, okay, there is some benefits to this for everybody. And I'm glad I'm glad I'm, I'm praying on this connection for you guys because I think it's so <laughs> huge of an opportunity. And again, these things don't happen overnight. Sometimes they take a couple of years or sometimes it takes a couple of months. But I think in the end, everybody wins. Everybody wins because just like you said, it's the way the world is going. And we just want to make sure that the people in the community of Bonton and all of the other or uh, communities around the, the nation are not left behind in that because that would be us repeating our history, and we don't want that to happen. Exactly. She is the Director of Developmental and External Affairs, Helena Banks with Bonton Farms. Is there some way anybody wanted to contact Bonton Farms other than just putting in the GPS and going down there? Uh, if they wanted to partner with you, be a volunteer, uh, can you share the website? Sure. Everyone can visit us at bontonfarms.org, so that's B-O-N-T-O-N-F-A-R-M-S dot O-R-G. But you can also visit us at the Galleria during the month of October. Nice. We are the community partner during that during this month, and so we are directly across from Sephora and the ice skating ring and Louis Vuitton. Everyone knows Excellent. exactly where that is. Spreading that footprint, yes. <laughs> Very good. Helena, thank you so much for joining us. Chris, it has been my pleasure. Thank you so much. It's that time of the year. In fact, coming up next week, we've got the Diwali Festival of Lights. And joining us right now is Dr. Jamin Brombot. How you doing, Dr. B? I'm doing very well, Chris. Let, Diwali. Oh, man, Diwali. I, I can't wait. I, in fact, I'm going to definitely come by again. I totally enjoy the festivities. For those who don't know, it's it's the festival of lights, and you got to talk about what it means for Bops and the temple right there off of uh, one fourteen in Irving, Texas. Yeah, I think uh, Diwali. The cool thing is, I can wish wish you Diwali right now if I want to, because Diwali is actually a multi day festival. Events actually start several days, sometimes even a few weeks before the actual right. the celebration. Well, the cool thing is here in Dallas, we've been having this celebration for years, and this year. Before I forget, we want to invite everyone to come and join us on October 26th. It's really cool. It's hard to kind of discuss in words. Even if you see pictures, you don't really get the full grasp of, like, how amazing Diwali is. The best way for me to describe Diwali is it's, it's joy. It's yes. a very joyous occasion full of color, full of laughs, full of smiles, full of, like, seeing people that you may have not have seen in, seen in a while and engaging in conversation. And then, of course, eating. There's a lot of great food that, that's made right before Diwali or even uh, during the grand festivities in Diwali. So please definitely come on by. Here in Dallas, we have what's something called an anakut, which is a, which is a big mountain of food that we actually display. Volunteers stay up all night, wake up early, and actually uh, put together and make over a 1,000-plus different vegetarian dishes that will be on display. And the cool thing is you can actually eat some of it afterwards. So it's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's joyous. It's colorful. It's awesome. Everyone is welcome to join us on that day, and uh, we look forward to meeting you. You know, the, the Baptist Indian Temple is such an amazing place anyway. And when I first went to Diwali, I, I saw the food. Uh, my friend Babish Patel took me to the temple, and he said, you've got to see the food first. So I took my shoes off. We went inside, and my jaw dropped. Can you talk again about how the people get together and bring all this this amazing food, the desserts. It was just like, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah, as a, as a physician, I'm supposed to promote health and wellness and say you should restrict your sugar intake, but for Diwali, everyone has a free pass. You, yeah. well. you, you, you should definitely, definitely enjoy it. But there is a significance to it. It's not just there, there for display exactly. and you know, to show people. It really is a, is a sign of gratitude. So Diwali as I mentioned, it's a multi-day festival. Every day that is celebrated has a significance. Um, the Anukut is actually a day that we offer this food uh, as a way of showing our gratitude and appreciation for what the higher spirit, God, um, has done for us. And we kind of start off with that so that hopefully for the rest of the year, um, until the next Diwali, that you know we have good blessings, not just for us, but all of our friends and family that, that come there. It's 
it's it's pretty cool. I think the coolest part is though the volunteers that put together the event, not just the individuals that cook and yeah. make these things. Dude, this is like months. It's like a labor of love. There's months and months of work put in by the volunteers of the APS uh, here in Dallas. Uh, that, 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 that they spent endless amounts of time. Some of these individuals are professionals and surgeons like myself. There's individuals that are, um, that, that have stores that work 12 hours a day. They come in at night or first thing in the morning to really put this together. And it's not something we're putting together for us. It's for you, our community. We want to highlight our culture and our traditions, and we want to welcome you into our family, uh, if not just for this day, but for other events that may happen throughout the year. Can you talk about BAPS and how it is such a big part of the Indian community and the fact that uh, it's all about service. Cause I was so impressed about the giving and the service. I've actually been on a, a couple of occasions where you guys were rewarding several nonprofits. And I just think it's such an outstanding thing to do because a lot of people have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, so we have a, a philanthropic arm, the APS charities and the APS charities is a, is a nonprofit uh, of it in and of itself. But our whole goal in the nonprofit is, is a spirit of service and kind yes. of spread the joy that comes with giving back. And if that means giving back to an individual that may have lost a home and they need some help or individuals across the country that may need blood and through our blood drives done locally, being able to help someone uh, across another state or across another border, um, you know, it's pretty amazing. But not only that, I think what's really cool is we also look at you know, what are the big diseases that may affect the South Asian population? If you take, for example, breast cancer, you know, this year, again, we did the Indo Joy Brothers uh, Breast Cancer Walk in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in partnership with Susan G. Komen. You know, we had over 73 centers and thousands of people walk across the country in their little cities or their communities. And we were able to raise $75,000 and support a research being done on breast cancer. And this is not just going to help South Asians. This is going to help all individuals. And this is our second year doing this. We hope to continue doing this. So it's, it's little things. It's everything from a blood drive to health awareness um, lectures that happen at the, at the BAPS Mandir uh, on a quarterly basis. It's, it's these walks. It's yes. food drives. It, there's so many different things that we do uh, for the benefit of not just ourselves, but for others. And a lot of that inspiration, honestly, Chris, comes from our spiritual advisor, Pramukh Sai Maharaj. So Pramukh Sai Maharaj is actually, we're actually celebrating his 100th anniversary this year. Nice. I don't know if you or anyone in the audience got a chance to come to our celebration. We actually had it last weekend where we had over 5,000 individuals from the committee join us in celebration of his 100th birthday anniversary. And he, he's the one that really drove that message of joy. So something he commonly said uh, to all of us, whether it's individual bases or, or when he was speaking in public, was in the joy of others lies our own. And that is the spirit that DAPS Charities and DAPS volunteers kind of have continued to live by uh, is that joy, that joy that we get and welcome you uh, welcome you there for Diwali and giving you some sweet treats or the joy that we get in knowing that we've helped someone, someone that we may never meet, but we've been able to help them by just taking a few steps uh, in, in like a walk. Dr. B, you've, you're breaking this down so well now. I know you're a doctor and you mentioned you're a surgeon. What kind of doctor are you? Because you should be a spokesperson. <laughs> You're really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done this a few times. I'm actually a urologist. I call myself a human plumber. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's you know, for me, to be 100% honest with you, the way I've actually learned to speak the way I have when it comes to the organizational te- techniques, you know, I still remember the day that, you know, I was kind of lost in what I wanted to do with my career profession. I actually met, met from Upsai Maharaj. Um, and I asked him, I said, Pramukh Samaraj, this is what I want to do, et cetera. He, had, he asked me questions that no mentor of mine has ever asked me. Mm-hmm. And I answered them honestly, and he kind of said, okay, stick, stick to this path, go move forward. And then when it came down to actually doing a fellowship, like an extra year of training, like, dude, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm at the age of 30 now, where I've done 14 years of training, 13 years of training, and should I do another year? And he guided me and said, you know what, you should, because you'll see that ex- education is so important. So it was, it, it's the little things that he did for me and the little advice that he gave me that have made me the success that I am today. And it's it's so cool to see that thousands of individuals that he's he's been able to just mentor. He spoke very few words, Chris, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Very few words. But the words he, he spoke were very impactful. And so I appreciate him, and I'm glad you know we're able to celebrate his 100th anniversary this year. And I'm glad that the little things that we're doing, not just in Dallas, but across the country, we've been able to kind of, um, you know, uh, show our appreciation for him, but also show the community how awesome it is to just give back. 
Did he give you a bracelet? Uh, he did. He did. He put, I got he a bracelet last time. year, too, not from him, but from one of the Swamis. I wore that bracelet for like seven months, all the way to the Mavericks yeah. went to the playoffs. Yeah, so that bracelet is called a Nada Chedi. Yes. It's kind of, there's, there's multiple significance of it, but the way I describe it, it's kind of like it bonds, it bonds the two of us. And it bonds the two of, the two of us in, in a very positive kind of like bubble. And it's weird, like, uh, you know, I'm a surgeon, so I have to kind of take the bracelet off. But every opportunity I get, I try to get another one. <laughs> so yeah. Like, Yo, we just tied one. Where did it go? I'm like, Yo, I got to take it off when I'm operating. But you know what's really cool? You mentioned, like, the bracelet. Like, the one thing I remember about Pramukh Maharaj is when I was younger, he would, you know, he always gave out, like, fruits and candy. And I would always ask for something else. <laughs> and so he would always... <laughs> And he'd give me an orange, I'd ask for an apple. He'd do an apple, ask for an orange. So he always knew. He always had something else on standby to give me when, uh, when I died. So <laughs> it's, been, it's been pretty cool uh, to, to kind of know him and kind of celebrate this year, man. So, and it's cool that in Dallas, it's like, it's so close to, to be able to engage in some of the activities uh, that are happening there, man. So. Well, you know what? We're going to have to have you on the show again this spring when there's another walk. And again, thank you for joining us. And we're going to tell everybody to make their, their way over to Irving for the Diwali Festival of Lights. Thank you so much, Dr. B. Yeah, yeah. Come on by. Thank you, guys. I'm Chris Arnlove, 105.3 The Fan, thanking all of you for joining us today. Tune in next week as we focus on other organizations doing great things in our community right here on Better Living. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.